What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of Two Brothers Podcast. You're here with James and Gary. Uh, today, we're going to talk about um, dealing with insecurities, being able to make a space for your own and others. So uh, before we got, on, got onto this, I was explaining this idea to James because we all deal with our own insecurities, but we never think about the fact that other people have insecurities. Prime example that I gave James was like, we text somebody and they don't text you right back. You start freaking out like, what the fuck? I know that I know I sent them the message. Did they not talk to me? Are they not getting it? Are they ignoring me? Did I say something wrong? But we never take the time to go like, maybe the other, other person is insecure about the message they want to send you or how they interpret your message or what the next step is. So they're hesitating on sending you back because of their insecurities and you're freaking out over your insecurities. And it's just be like, oh, it was nothing. Like it happens all the fucking time. Or you could just be like me and just be fried and think you text somebody and it didn't really happen. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, um, it happens sometimes like that. Yeah, like um, last night, I was out with the wife, and we was at Wawa. Oh, not Wawa. We was at Arroyo Farms. I don't know why I eat that fucking chicken. The chicken's trash. Yeah, that chicken is gross as fuck. It's so <laughs> greasy, it's bro. So salty. But it was a shorty who was there with her friend, and she was looking kind of good in her little stockings and Doc Martens. And I wanted to say something, but here I am, not even thinking. I'm in some slippers and sweatpants and a thermal, and it is what it is. And I'm like... I'm wrapped up in my own insecurity about how, like, I'm not suited and booted, dressed to tees, looking fly as shit, that I'm just sitting there quiet, frozen, stuck. And I'm like, I should have just said something. Like, what's the worst that could have happened? Like, all of this, all of that shit was, was... Y'all been telling you since you was a kid. Most things that's going to happen is she going to tell you no or fuck out my face. And in either regard, fuck that shit, bro. You know, but I'm not even worried about what she would say. I'm worried about what I would say to myself. You get that? That should go deep, bro. What you say to yourself about what, though? Like, yo, people, like, you be the meanest, you the meanest person to yourself. Nah, I'm not going to lie to you. I love me some me. <laughs> yo, I love me some me, nigga. I don't care what you say. Mm, I, I mean, I get what you mean about the insecurities part. Like, I do say, like, if I text somebody... Granted, I'm gonna probably forget to text you back. But facts. <laughs> if I text you, I expect for you to text me back within a certain amount of time. And it's weird to have that expectation. Like now that I'm actually thinking about it, because it's like you expect somebody to text you right back, but you going to spend an hour to text back if you even remember <laughs> text back to text that person back. So to have the expectation of hey, you should have texted me back. It, it does open up the thought process of maybe that person read it and especially knowing me had to figure out how to interpret that shit because I could have been being sarcastic. I could have been being honest. I could have been coming left. It just all depends. But never actually stopping to think about that other person's process or that. that yeah, that, that shit is wild. Yeah, I've been real focused on like developing my like I'm very empathetic. Like I have like. I can feel the vibe of a room. And the best way that I can over I've been overcoming a lot of my insecurities is feeling is being really empathetic to other person. Like realizing the situation that you're putting them in and what you're asking and realize like just because you feel comfortable with you doesn't mean that person feels comfortable with you. 
Like I was, it was this other young lady that I was um, talking to over text messages, trying to get to know. And every time I was trying to like meet up, hang out, just on some real like platonic, nothing too serious, just get to know you type of shit. There was a lot of evasions. And then like, I was just one day, I was like, yo, why you keep evading me? And then I, and then before she could answer, I had to think about this shit. Like, bro, I'm a dude you met off an app. You don't know me from anything, yeah, yeah. and all, all the serial killers are always nice with you. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's some real shit. Until like, you get and then the I fuck was, off and then break your neck. And then I was like, hold up, yeah, like I need to check my own shit, like understand where she's coming from and how like she has to gauge whether I'm sincere or not. While I'm over here trying to gauge if this shorty's just trying to smash or just get get some money out of me, like yeah, yeah. like I don't think that we both. Men and women. Either one of y'all had bad intentions, but we we as a people don't sit and think about the other person's perspective. Nah, in general. It's just ours. Like in general, like it's yo, you're a man. As a female, you're a man. You that's what that's how you think. I know that's how you think, because I've experienced that with some guy before. And a man, vice versa. You gonna be this person cause my past relationships or past interactions have told me that this is what women do. Yeah, and fucking, uh, fucking insecurities, man. Like, it really, like, right now in this podcast, I feel insecure. I feel insecure about how my voice is going to come across. I feel uh, insecure about my points of view. Like, people going to be like, yo, I don't know, that nigga don't know what you're talking about. That nigga weird. I don't, I don't fuck with that nigga. And then it's like I get around other people and I start to shut down and I just but get why? quiet. But why does that, like, why? Like, I, I will say I think I am, I got some insecurities, don't get me wrong. But for the most part, I'm a very confident person when it comes to, especially dealing with other people. Like, I don't care. Like, you don't like me, I don't give a fuck. Like, kiss my ass. <laughs> you do like me, great. Half the time, even when you like me, I don't want to be bothered. So, for me, like, insecurity has always been more of a concept. I mean, you're a special dude. Like, you- but, but why do you allow somebody else's, what you think somebody else might think of you to bother you? Well, oh, that, easy. It always goes back to childhood. So, I have, I still have, but I've worked through it through therapy, so I have the skills to manage it, but... I had, no, I'm sorry. I had low self-esteem, low self-worth, and fear of abandonment. And those three things culminate together that someone, if someone thinks bad of you, they don't want you around. If they don't want you around, they're going to leave you. Your worth is what people put into you. So I've worked through my low self-esteem, my low self-worth, and my abandonment issues and picked up traits to manage them. Because what therapy teaches you how to manage this. Your, your issues, but it will, they don't cure any issues because there's no disease in you. You're not, you don't need a cure. You just need to be able to manage your shit. And so I still, but my insecurities still affect me because you never get rid of them. They're just always the fuck there. And it's just like, I be out here in these streets. I be looking good, feeling good. But then I be like, you are kind of overweight. Maybe she only like so what? Buff niggas. So what? But bruh, 
Yes, so what? But so what? If no. she only like fat, if she only like skinny niggas, fuck her. She don't, she not for you. All right, cool. But and then I may, then I, but and I may, and I, but I can, I can eat that insecurity and go shoot my shot, and I either make it or I miss it. Yeah. The moment is though, those three seconds of living in that insecurity is but, a real thing. But if you go into it with the mindset of I'm gonna get it, and you don't get it, you think you're gonna be devastated. Like, why is it that the mind, that the thought process has to process has to be hey i might not get this drunk i feel like i'm too fat or i feel like my clothes don't look good right now so i'm probably not gonna get this drunk but i'm gonna shoot my shot anyway are you less devastated if you view it the optimistic way and say yo i'm about to get this drunk anyway it don't really matter and then she say no still like does that change like are you crushed at that point or but I don't know that thought process. I don't know that thought process. Because like, it's the automatic trigger of, hey, maybe. Yep. Like, like if I'm, t- if, I'm if I'm like, I know, I know my sweet spot. I know my sweet spot. Like when I say that is if, if she's a cashier, if she's like in retail or a waitress. Low self-esteem most of the time. No, not low self-esteem. Low self-esteem most of the time. I got you. Anyway. Or, I mean, that's not true. That's not true. I take that back. It's like, not necessarily low self-esteem. But it is something that you feel like is not an unattainable goal. No, that's not what it is. Those I were I've been in the service industry. Yeah, and I that's a comfortable environment. I know the protocol when trying to talk to or get or hit on a cashier. I know how to sense those moments out and see if something is or is not for me. So you think a cashier is different from the real estate agent or the lawyer? Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that area. I don't know how to start that dialogue. I'm saying, why do you think that person would be approachable in a different manner? Because I like, know that environment. I know how to start that dialogue. Like, no, but I'm saying, okay, so we're talking. The conversation is about insecurities yes. on both sides. So you're you're giving me all of your insecurities and what you're worried about, but at the same time, that lawyer or that uh, dentist or whatever high class job you want to put it, CEO, whatever. Probably has the same insecurities that that cashier has. Yes, and that's my whole point. Is so if they have the same insecurities, why do you feel like you need to approach them differently? Because, like we said in the beginning, motherfuckers don't think about the other person's insecurity. You, I walk in at a drink and I'm trying to manage my own insecurities, but I don't think about the fact that that cashier or whoever the other person is has their own insecurities they're trying to manage. You, and my brain never gets there because I'm so fucking focused. On handling mine. See, I'm a predator. That, because at you, the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm about to explain it. Because at the end of the day, my mindset automatically goes to what is her insecurity, so I can compliment her on it and make her feel good. Cool. She no, got but big every, ass. But she got big ass, weird ass feet. You tell her she got nice shoes. She got big ass glasses on. She definitely can't see shit. Oh, those are some really nice glasses. And once they smile, you move in. I'm glad. It's, I'm glad it's that simple for you. Because and then. Hear what you said in the but beginning. My point but, is, no, but my point is, listen, in the beginning, in the beginning, you never had to deal with your shit. If, in the beginning, you didn't have to deal with your shit, right? I mean, at some point, like when, at okay, some point, okay. The, so the, the I will initial. say, I will say, the transition from for me to transition from high school to college, like I went to an all boys school. Shout out to Matt, the alum. Um, and at the all boys school, like all you seen was dudes all day. So you got to pick up game from other people. You got to understand how shit works, and. During that time, that all was fucking great, but I hung out with all types of people. I hung out with the athletes. I hung out with the geeks. I hung out with the band people. I hung out with everybody in different in different 
segments, but I was usually the heavier set person. Okay. So for me, my insecurity when I was a kid was being overweight, but it wasn't until I put the correlation in college of this fat niggas that get women all the time. Actually, it's a lot of fat dudes that's with women that's way out of their league, but being funny, being confident, being secure in yourself changes how people perceive you. Like, the saying of people perceive you, how you put out, like, what you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, you get that shit back. All right. I'm going to say this because I, I need you to realize. I'm not listening to you. I hear you. I got you. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, go you ahead. just go hear go me. Go 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 no, no. Listen. I'm saying on, I'm speaking on what you just said. All right. Go ahead. You said some key points. First of all, you hung out with a variety of different people. So, you got to intermingle into different groups and see how different people meet. Yeah. So, me growing up, I stuck to my crew. I stuck to the the the... We weren't really nerds. We weren't really cool. We weren't really geeks. We weren't really jocks. We were just somewhere in between the float, the floating group that a lot of people fit into. Yeah. Who don't have work. So I, those are the people that I know how to deal with. Okay. I call them the alternative kids, right? But that's everybody. You gonna keep interrupting me? Go ahead. All right. I'm speak? sorry. You let me, you I let you let me finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So I learned how to have dialogues and the the in betweens and understanding of this this alternative alternative not geek not cool kids, right? You, on the other hand, you, got, you hung out with the Poplars, you hung out with the footballs, you hung out with the band, you hung out with all these people. So you got these, you got these life lessons at a very young age. Yes, you had to deal with your own shit, but you learned how to empathize and understand with people from multiple different backgrounds and be able to connect with them on something. I didn't learn that until I got to college that I had the so-called gift of the gab that if I can start a conversation with you, nine times out of ten, I can get you to like me and we can move into whichever avenue that we're both interested in moving into. But I didn't get that till college. From middle school to high school, up until right before I got to college, not even before I got to college, before I got to the art school, it was just find your crew, stick with your crew, stick with the people in your crew with people that's like you. So I never developed that type of understanding. Good. That, that type of understanding. Um, so it was just, that's a benefit that you have that you don't realize that you like I lived in I lived in Maryland I lived in DC I lived in Philadelphia I lived in Ohio shout out to Austin town shout out to Youngstown and is that the only places I live and I've gone out of the country a couple of times so I have and because of that I can talk with people of all different types, right? That's something that I can feel comfortable around white people, black people, and all the people in between. But that shit, since that, I mean, we were never like friends, that shit never really translated into me being able to still talk to all these fucking people. Like you, know you never saying? felt, you never felt comfortable within your group enough to have the voice. Yeah, I give you that. But so, but. Still, still, still okay, sure, ahead, make a full circle. Making a full right, circle. So, when you see, we mean you're going to see the same young lady who looked like whatever she looked like, right? You see a person. And you like, all right, I know what I'm going to do to go get that person. I see someone who's not a part of the group dynamic that, that I'm comfortable with. So, then I start to think that they're going to pick apart me. 
and I and I haven't really thought about the fact that I may not be a part of their group, and so they're picking apart themselves, so that we're actually human beings here. Like for some reason, my insecurities raise that person above me and pushes me down, and I have to dig through the shit to get myself to some type of normal level. Even though society says at the moment that everybody has something, so the thought process. Do you feel like at some point in your life could change to, well, if I'm worried about this, this person is probably worried about this, this, and this, which is something I've never even thought about. So it kind of grounds that person. Like, I think we forget about the fact that everybody is a person. Like, everybody wants to shout, oh, all lives matter, black lives matter, blue lives matter, all these lives matter. But... Ain't no just, fucking such thing as a blue just, light. Just like, yeah, I feel you. But I'm saying, like, everybody's got all these slogans on people that they want to stick with and separate in packs, but nobody, and everybody always wants to say, oh, we should come together as one collective, but nobody actually thinks about that the whole collective goes through the same shit. It just looks different. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. It just looks different. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, it fucked me up. I was talking to my man... Last week, I'm not going to put his name out there because it's going to associate who this person, the other person I'm talking about is. But it's this girl that we've been following forever. Like, it's like she bad as shit. And we always have conversations like, yo, she don't never got no man. Something, something's a little off. Something's a little wild. Come to find out, she was going through some some real personal shit where she was losing her shit. And it's like, Damn, it brought it back to reality. Like, not that there's something wrong with what she went through, but the thought process of, yo, she is so bad, and the mindset never clicks that maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a regular person, she goes through shit. She goes through the same type of shit that you go through. Mm, Absolutely. No, I get you. Like, people look at people that look different than them or come from a different background than they do, and it automatically turns into... Uh, a border or a boundary instead of becoming comfortable with where you could be with this person. And that goes to dating and everything too. Like I look at so many people, so many of my friends around me right now are in the dating world or, you know, trying to talk to people. And I feel like every other conversation I hear is, yeah, I had to downplay the fact that I do this, or they said that they don't like that. And I'm like, you changing the person that you are or masking the person that you are so this person will then like you to then turn around and have to get that person to like that quality in you that they don't like when you could just be honest <laughs> in the first place. So I have this I have this thing, right? And it's real fucked up, but it's the truth. It's the true thing about me. Like me and my wife, we've been together for 12 years, married for two. And I learned. I've only been married for two years. Only been married. We got married in 2008, November of 2018. Dang. Okay. So, I learned this shit that we put on over the 12 years. And that's, it's one of the things, one of the reasons why I fucking knew I wanted to marry. Like, the honeymoon phase is about 12 to 18 months. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's 12 to 24 months. That is the amount of time that your human mind can put up, can deal with the farce that you created. This perfect form of yourself that you created, that's as long as amount of time that your mind is willing to put up with that fakeness. 
after that two after the after the honeymoon phase is over, who you are slowly starts to creep out. And then that's when that's why like people break up after three years. The reason people break up after four years. The reason like oh one day she was just different. One day he was just different because they stopped being this fake person you was just talking about. Yeah. So like what you're saying is on like some real deep psychological shit that we pretend to want to go out. You know, all the homebodies pretend yeah. to go out. They pretend they like the party. And then before you know it, it's like, no, nah, I don't feel like doing it. It's like, well, like the shit, man, I'm trapped in the house. You're like, yeah. first year? So you was out every night. What's yeah. going on? I'm like, that's not me. I was doing that for you. And then, then around the third or fourth year, you have to redefine and redo your entire relationship because you lied for 80% of it yeah. to get that person. Yeah. And then... And so you're right. Like people should be able to be who they are, upfront in the first meeting to say, "Yo, this is who I am," right? And, but because we, no matter who you find attractive, no matter who you find attractive, we always think that attractive people live good lives. Because how bad could your life be if you're attractive? So we are. So if we if we find you attractive, I mean that is true. I, I'm one of those people to believe that shit. But like we, we I don't could, agree. We could list the attractive people that have shitty lives. I don't agree with it, but I believe it. Like you see what I'm saying? Because that shit is in you. So we have. So we have to first get rid. Of, I I had a shorty tell me that she likes dudes until they start to like her. Because once they start to like her, she starts to think that there's something wrong with them. Yeah, but that is like the ultimate insecurity, and that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like it's so many women. Shit, not even just women. Just it's so many people, people in yes. general that I know that subscribe to that same belief. Like, oh, uh, you like me? There might be something. You wrong like with you. me? You're cool, but what the fuck is wrong with you? Like that shit is weird. Like, no, you dope. You're supposed to be dope. You're supposed to believe you dope, even if don't nobody else believe you dope. Yeah, yeah. That's. I think that I was talking to my mom about this earlier. That we as a people. Generation like millennials, I'm talking to us specifically. We never really look at how traumatized we are. We were like, think about the fact that 9 11 happened when we were what 10? Yeah, the war in Iraq went on for what another four, eight years where they were worried about another draft. Then, then the uh, what is it, the housing bubble popped, people was losing their houses left and right and being homeless, the great recession. I want to say something like 11, 11 major events that we've been through in our lifetime. And it's just, and people look, and we have to look at the fact that like we, we were, oh my gosh, we were the generation that started with internet in your hand. I was literally, I was waiting for you to finish to say like technology is the cause of a lot of issues, but we, yeah, this, it made we, yeah, we were on the forefront of all this stuff, so the generation behind us didn't understand at all that the fact that I get to, our generation was a start of, I get to truly see beautiful people nonstop, their perfect lives, yeah. that fake shit, so now I'm constantly critiquing my shoot. life, yeah. and then the generation before us, they didn't have to deal with that, so they didn't know how to manage it. The, the biggest competition you had was the prettiest person in the town. Or the city, right? And you got to see them every day. But like now, I'm I got I could scroll on my phone, and there's thousands of people who are way better looking than me. And then the person next to me, 
who I'm trying to get, who I'm trying to talk to, has a picture of fucking um, Tay Diggs. I'm like, I'm not that dark. I'm not that buff. I'll never be Tay Diggs. Let me not even try. But, you know, on my wall, but I'm, never, I'm not thinking about the fact that on my wall, I had Cherokee and she like, I'm not that thick. I'm not going to be able to do stuff like that. So she don't want to talk to me. So the whole time I'm going through fucking high school and I graduated, Shorty was like, oh, I had a crush on you. I'm like, I had a fucking crush on you. Why did you say something? Why did you say something? I'm like, fucking insecurities. Point of the story. <laughs> you want me to tell you again? Since you like to do this full circle thing. <laughs> you should have just shot your shot and seen what happened. Yes, but that shit, but that shit the, drilled into okay. me for eight are you, officers. Are you, are you worried about a no? Or are you worried about you not like, you not thinking you measure up to what that person is? I'm, I don't measure up to what that person wants. Like, there's, like, oh. But it, none of us measure up to a person that anybody wants. Like, you could pick any, any person that you know, male or female, including your wife, and say, hey. If you were single, what would your idealistic person be? And I guarantee you, nobody will say and tell the truth. Nobody will say all of the qualities of their significant other. They may get half. They may get three quarters. But you're not going to have all of the qualities that your significant other is looking for. So at the end of the day, there's always going to be some level of a deficit. So why let it hinder you from... Trying to talk to somebody. I know I know why you don't get this. I know why. I know. I, know, I, see, I see the problem. You think this shit is based in logic. It's not. It is based this in logic. Is, no, no. No, this insecurity shit is, is, is unrational. Bruh. It makes no sense. Because I'm telling you, I'll tell you right now, that shit makes no sense at all. It, 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 it makes no sense. It's not based in logic. Logic will defeat all your insecurities. It's just that logic is... Logic is speaking in the back of your mind like this. And your fucking insecurities is yelling at the top of their lungs. But if you just focus on that little voice, then... I don't know. Like, listen, I, listen, I hear you. We, I, I hear you. We I, both been I to think a we club just on you can't hear a person next to you. We, 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 we be on different page. Like, it's like we was talking before the podcast. Like, we in, we in the same room, but on opposite <laughs> sides of the room seeing different shit. Like, God, this shit is the worst. I feel... I, I I get it. Like I understand that. Oh, just prime example, right? Prime example. When we were younger, and we used to go hang out, we used to go do shit. I was like, "Damn, man, I look fat as shit standing next to James." So anytime there was a shorty, anytime the shit would, she, James is a lot scarier than me, man. She gonna choose him. Ain't no point in even trying. No matter what the situation was. But like you said, you was having your own insecurity about your weight, but I'm over here like wishing to be your size. And that you see what I'm saying? Like the shit I mean, is not based in logic, it, bruh. It, it, it's not based in logic. Bruh, I've been okay, so same same example. I've been with other niggas from school, like in high school, we used to skip and go to the mall. I've been with other niggas in the school that's bigger than me. There was pulling way more bitches than I... I'm sorry. Pulling way more females than I was. Yeah. Female... Like, just... Women. Females. They was... We was kids. 
little girls. They make you feel better. It just no, sounds it don't. weird. It exactly. Don't. It sounds weird to say little girls. So women. I'm gonna say female. Don't say female. It's it's not. I'm gonna say creatures. New creatures. I'm gonna say creatures. Okay. I'm gonna say unstable <laughs> creatures. I ain't gonna say the b word. That's disrespectful. <laughs> hey, straight like that. But nah, like I, I I've been that person to sit there and it's like, yo, like okay, that shit is weird. Like this nigga is way bigger than me. Pulling, like, what's the difference? It's confidence. Like, even if you don't, even if you don't necessarily have confidence or have that confidence, being able to put on that mask, like we talk about, we talk about masks all the time. Maybe that's where the difference is. Like, I'm a person that I wear many masks. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I can, I can have the worst fucking day ever and have to do some shit and put on a smile and make everybody think that I'm living the best life I could ever live. But being able to put on that mask is the difference of the insecurity versus the confidence. True. True. You don't like to wear a mask. Nah. I I can be the most grandiose chameleon that you ever want to see. Yeah, but that mask shit gets slippery. It's slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah. I want to sidebar this real quick because this is on my chest. Oh, shit. (laughs) So, it's not okay to call women females. Because it lessens them just to the reproductive organisms. Reproductive. Hey, get away from me. No, listen. Get listen. away from me. So, you should be calling women women. But it was a little girl. And it's weird. As cool. An adult but don't say little girl. Say, say ladies. They, whatever, man. Get away from me. I'm allergic. Hey, look. Y'all, y'all got the point, right? Okay. They got cool. the point. They got I, the point. That's every, why I said it was every, a sidebar. Everybody laughed and said, yeah, I get it. Yeah, everybody laughed and they like, Why was that nigga tripping? Over, over him saying female. What is the world with female? I'm like, how would you like? Come on, bro. Like, this is wrong with. This is what's wrong with the world today. Everybody wanna. Everybody want respect. Every, everybody want. Everybody cha- want respect. Everybody want to change the label. I ain't say nothing. Change the label, bro. I'm pretty everybody sure. Everybody want to change like, the label. The, like nobody out here saying these males. Everyone says these men because everyone but men gives like yeah. Everyone gives men respect. Men don't be getting everybody respect. Who? That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Any, right. anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So okay, yeah, but no. Back to the mask shit. Like that's the hardest shit. Like my insecurities. Therapy is the reason my insecurities are at the height. They're at the highest they've ever been. But isn't the purpose of therapy to become comfortable with isn't oneself? Isn't the point of talking not to get interrupted? No. <laughs> no, but to, the point you is... You obviously don't live with that many women. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. See? Women. Women. Okay, anyway. So... <laughs> Yo, something is wrong with him today. I don't know what's wrong with him, but something is wrong with him today. Uh, but no, it's like because there is a genuine version of myself. So, I've been on a spiritual journey. This is reason my insecurities are so crazy, but I've been on a spiritual journey doing a lot of shadow work. The shadow work is basically, it's kind of like working backwards. You take a trait that you have and you take it down a lot. Like last episode, go listen to it when we was talking about how like the stuff you like in your sex life reflects the trauma you had as a child. Yeah. So this is so in shadow work, it deals with like a tra- negative, tra- negative trait that you have that you want to change in yourself. You, you work backwards into your childhood until you find out what causes it. So, I have been doing that since I've been going through therapy, and I've been stripping myself of mask, 
of bad coping mechanisms and bad uh, bad habits to get to the genuine version of myself that is truly me and not the person that has built up like walls and scars to protect itself from the world. Like there's a certain version, there's a certain amount of protection you need from the world because the world isn't 100% safe. But some of us have too many layers of armor that we don't even know who we really are anymore. So you, st so, I, so as I'm stripping away this armor, trying to get to this real, this real version of myself with only a safe enough armor to protect me from the people that don't, that want to hurt me because hurt people hurt people. I'm having to come face to face with. Oh, I'm having to come face to face with these insecurities because a lot of this armor that I built, like your mask that you have created, is to overcome your insecurities. So by stripping these motherfuckers away, I'm getting more of them because I have to work through them. But and then this is that part, like this is that part where like um, you're sick. Someone gives you the medicine, but the medicine is fucking disgusting, and it sits in your tongue, and you're like, "Why the fuck did I eat this?" But you're just waiting for the flavor of the nasty flavor to go away, and the effects of the medicine to kick in. No, and I'm that's... not taking on nasty ass medicine. But uh, yeah, grow the fuck up. Hey, so <laughs> I ain't so taking on nasty. I'm in that nasty. I'm in that nasty taste moment, but I got my eyes set on the feeling better thing. But and like I said, I am my insecure and in, in to to get over a lot of my insecurities. I have to develop that empathy to realize everyone has these. And a lot of things about, a lot of things that insecurities does is it isolates you. You feel like you're the only person that feels this way, but you have to, once you start But in that isolation, why can't you find somebody that's, that's in that same bubble? Because everyone is hiding from each other. No one wants to admit they're insecure. Because one of your insecurities, your first insecurity is somebody finding out that you're insecure. Because no one likes people with insecure. So you have to be confident. That's the first. Having confidence is the first mask you create. It's the biggest monster you have to create. And because it's the one you work the most on. Uh. Hide all your insecurities behind this mask. And then you start putting on more masks for different scenarios. Because insecurities is the ultimate unattractiveness. Everyone likes people who are confident. No, I can't say that. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm not I, saying you. I'm just I, saying society. I, uh, I don't, okay. I don't understand why people don't like people with insecurities. If you're insecure about something, that shit makes you human. That shit makes you more relatable. That makes you more understandable when it comes to the way you operate in life. People. Like, I give you an example. I give you my example. As you're talking, I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, you got to have an insecurity. It's something you worry about. My only insecurity, and I think I said it in the last episode of the trauma, about trauma, is sex. And it's an insecurity for me, but it's weird because it's an insecurity, but it's something I know I'm great at. Like, yeah, that's how insecurities it, work. It makes no fucking sense. Because it's not based on logic. Go ahead. No, it doesn't make sense. So it's something that, that I just be like, man, fuck that shit. I ain't worried about it. And I voice my insecurity to my partner. My partner always said, nigga, you tripping. Like, conversation for another day. But, <laughs> like, it's something that, that in the back of my head I think about, but it's not something I allow to consume me or to bother me to the point where it would keep me from talking to somebody. If anything, the insecurity pushes me to talk to that person to prove myself wrong. So, so that is what I would consider to be... I don't think any, I don't think any insecurity 
is healthy, but that sounds that from what you describe, and if you're describing it correctly, but it that does sound healthy. Something that pushes you to talk about it, to work through it, is healthier than something that doesn't. But what I'm saying is because I'm in the like I said, I'm on the other side of the room, and this is one of the few times, bro. This is one of the few times where I'm with the majority and you are with the minority. Hey, I mean. <laughs> Like this is why podcast. I, I can I can see this. I can see this conversation the way it's flowing. I didn't think it was gonna go like this, no, but did. yeah, I, I do say uh, probably I'm an outlier. But hey, but like, listen to what I'm. Hey, no, hey, hey, fuck what he talking about. Step up, say, hey, look, I'm a swallow. I'm a swallow Whoa. my double chin. I'm a swallow my my extra stomach. I'm a swallow my my messed up teeth. My hairline. My Small parts, my big parts, whatever. Swallow that shit. Step out there and say, hey, this person don't like me for me. Fuck that shit. It does not matter. Like, there are billions of people in the world. Yes. And then... There is somebody that is going to like you for you. Like, your whole you. Like, not half of you. And you're dealing with the fear of being alone. And that fear is crippling. That's the reason people stay in fucked up relationships. Because they're worried that they're going to be alone. The fear of being alone. But that is my point. Be alone until you find that person that is your compliment as opposed to feeling like you got to be a, a person that's a poser or you standing in and trying to be something something different than what you fully are. Because that's where you run into those three and four year relationships that, oh, it was great that you weren't alone for those three or four years, but now you hate the person that you have to look at every day. When that person could have became an ally, you could have became friends with that person and then moved on to continue to find that person that is going to wholly accept you. Yeah, but that's that's that, that would inquire for a person to think that there is someone out in the world for them. There's somebody for everybody. You're still basing it in logic. All right, hey, this is going to sound really weird out there, but just think about it before you respond. Ducks fuck. Yes, that's what I said. Ducks fuck. Meaning, animals fuck. Animals can find something to mate with for forever. Why can't you? Because the fear isn't based in logic. So, yo, listen, listen. I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't get it. I get it. Listen, no, I'm going to tell you right now. Speak to the world. All right, ready. Because I felt I, I was... I was on a journey. I've been on this journey for a while. I was le- learning how to defeat my ego. And my ego isn't like the, oh, yeah, I'm the big dog shit. Like, no, that's that's not what I'm talking about. So it is a theory in multiple cultures and different religions and spiritual practices that the little voice in the back of your head isn't you. Everyone thinks it is you, but it's not you. Because it violates the first law of human nature. The first law of human nature is self-preservation. And this is this is the voice that will that is made to destroy you. When you when you are when you when you win But man made the the first law, but I get your point. Continue. Got you. When you win, it picks you up onto this high pedestal so that when you do fail, you are have follow you have father to fall. And then when you fail, it throws the dirt on you after you bump fall into the hole. So the way this this the Oh, this uh, this ego, the way it works is it's based in fears. And what you have to start to understand, which I kind of, is the reason I had this tattoo on my arm and I try to incorporate it in my life, is fear is not real. 
Fear is an illusion. Anything based in fear is an illusion. And anything based in love is real. And I use this example because I, I know a lot of people are scared of spiders. Are you scared of spiders? Yeah, I fucking hate spiders. All right. So I'm not afraid. I just hate spiders. All right, cool. Whatever. That's some, that's that's a conversation for another day. Hey. All right. So <laughs> if you're sitting here and there's no spiders, you start thinking about spiders. Not you, because you know you're not afraid of them. But anyways, the normal person starts getting afraid of the thought of a spider. Then when you see the spider, you're no longer afraid of spiders. You're afraid of was a spider on you. Why are we talking about spiders? Just follow along. Why are we talking about this? Because it, it's, it's full circle if you stop interrupting. You're making me itch, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Better yet, better yet, I'll get <laughs> off the spiders. I'll get off the spiders. <laughs> People are afraid of dogs, right? They're afraid of the dog until they see the dog. Then they're afraid the dog is going to bite them. <sighs> then if the dog bites them, they're no longer afraid of the bite. They're afraid of if they have rabies. So, you're never afraid of what's happening to you. You're always afraid of a possibility. You're always afraid of something that's an if. And an if does not exist. Now, the other side of that is if something's based on love. I mean, if you, if you love, like, or any emotion that comes from the, well, the core of love, it's acts because it actually happened to you. The feeling of it, the emotion of it, it's something that is based in reality, something you've experienced. And everything that's, all the bad emotions that are based in fear are from ifs, concerns, shit that's never really fucking happened. So all your insecurities are based on illusions that do not exist. Yeah, That's the reason it's not based in logic. Because it's based on something that doesn't exist. And once it manifests and it exists, you are no longer afraid or insecure of it. So you're trying to take logic and put it but into that's an not illusion. Because look at the scenario we just talked about. This girl could really like this guy but as soon as he liked her back she thinks something wrong with him. Her her fear doesn't pop up until after something has already happened and she's had a feeling that you you're Okay. You she likes him. Yeah. He starts liking her. Yeah. And then she thinks something's wrong with him. Yeah, because he likes her. Because he likes her. Because she is concerned about what's gonna happen in the future. She's not concerned about what's happening now. She's not concerned she is not concerned about him liking her. She's concerned about what him liking her will mean for the future. She's still afraid of an if. No matter how you slice it and you really think about it, fear is always a, an illusion. It's always about something that you that could happen, not about something that's happened. Because even when you're dying, you're not afraid of dying. You're afraid of what comes after it. Yeah. And then most people who are afraid of dying, they're not afraid of dying. They're afraid of if it's going to hurt or not. Like... That's once you and then so you're trying to so logic and illusion can't they can't exist together. Okay. It's just volatile. Uh, I get okay. I can take that. So we have to try to pump logic into our bodies to push out the fucking illusion, and that's why that's what I'm trying to do right now. But like I said, I'm in the middle of the nasty medicine taste. That's why I got all my fucking insecurities as a hair as driving me fucking insane. All right. All right, so basically to wrap this up, you are a person just like everybody else. Nobody is any different than you when it comes to, except for me apparently, in, <laughs> de in dealing with your demons and insecurities. Uh, like, nah, bro, you like you just like the rest of us. Life 
life happens. Life happens to you. Life happens to everybody. Like life happens to the people around you. Like if you can have a group of friends and have an open dialogue about vulnerability and insecurities, I guarantee you everybody in the group is going to have an insecurity that you look at, that you, that you hear. And you're going to be like, but why? Yeah. But why? But how? You have this. You do this. And the same is going to happen for you. You're going to voice an insecurity and somebody's going to look at you and say, how is that possible? Why would that even be possible for you? Yeah. That's just real. Being able to have that open spot, that that comfortable area is is one of the things that's, that's really vital, especially right now during Corona. Like people are still locked in the house and going stir crazy, but being able to have that open dialogue with the people closest to you to actually know the people closest to you is, I think, something that will help a lot of people begin to overcome those things, especially amongst friends, to be able to pick somebody up and say, hey, you're insecure about this, so I'm going to help you work on this, or let me... Let me be more mindful as to how I say or do things that could play into your insecurities. I think uh, it'll change a lot of situations. Let me throw this out. There's two things I want to say. That's really important. Well, yeah, two things. One is this whole fear isn't real shit is really vital to a lot of people's health. Like, because it, it, it's a crippling, debilitating thing, and it will help you. It will help you take the first step to growth. The second thing is, to all our listeners, right, this this space that me and my brother right here, we created, has helped us both. And it's like, even thinking about this topic today helped me grow and figure out that I'm not done what I'm doing. I'm not done what I have to do and I have to do more. And it's allowing him, and it also, maybe it's giving him answers about why I did certain things that he just didn't understand. And it also gave, gives me insight into why he did things that I didn't understand. So we all, I mean, you have your own friend group, listener. Like, first of all, I fucking love you and I respect you. So maybe your friend group need to listen to this episode. This is not even a push for the thing, but listen to this episode. And then somebody break out the hookah or roll up a J or pour a drink. And y'all just talk about what we talked about in the episode. Hit us up on Instagram. Just call that shit friend time or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But discuss this episode with them. Bring your fucking tribe closer together, so you can, so everyone can grow from this. So I think this shit is important. Thank y'all for listening. See you next week.